Welcome to Divine Love, a podcast where we explore the tarot as a supportive tool for our everyday lives. I am your host, Becca Kalu. This week, we discuss the traps we get caught in while on our paths, our ability to slow down and sense what is needed, as well as deepening our inner sense of authority. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Divine Love. I'm very excited to be here again with you this week. I hope that the last two weeks have been hmm, full of growth for you. I myself am seeing these very powerful yet subtle shifts within my internal world and the way that I think and the way that I hold myself and it feels very encouraging and exciting and I hope that if you have noticed any growth in yourself this week that you have given yourself the applause you deserve because growth takes energy and time and intention and all those things are very precious and uh, yeah you've worked hard to get to where you are now today i am excited to be using a new deck this week that was gifted to me by my sister witch mo moon (laughs) she came by and gave me a beautiful sawing gift she gave me a bunch of things like incense and candles and candy. That's, I mean, come on, a witch needs her candy. (laughs) And as well as a beautiful new deck. It is called the Light Visions Tarot by James R. Eads. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get myself tarot decks often and... There's something really magical about when someone gifts you one. It's it's like, you know, this deck I wouldn't have ever really, I don't think I would have ever bought it for myself, but I really like it <laughs> and I'm really excited to use it. And I feel like it's a deck that I know. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you meet someone and you feel like you've known them, like you know each other somehow, even though you just met and you're like, maybe we met in another life feel like maybe like I don't know in another timeline I've met this deck before or something because it speaks really beautifully to me I find so thank you Mo (laughs) for those of you who are interested in finding another podcast by and a witch my sister Mo has a a podcast called the intuitive witch which you can also find wherever podcasts are found So we're going to dive into, mm, we're going to dive into this week's reading. I have no idea what's going to come up, but that's the fun of these readings, isn't it? Let's take a moment to ground, to center, to come back to the present. As we move forward, (laughs) what is it we are being invited to pay attention to? Wow. Wow. We got the devil. We got card 15. The devil. 
and the image is of a a forest we're on a forest path and the trees are bare but they all kind of curve in towards one another so it almost looks like you're walking into this forest tunnel and there are leaves on the ground that almost look like footprints so I pulled this card for myself in a recent reading and I felt its depth. Now, that's the thing about majors is there's so much depth to them and you could really look at them from so many different angles and so many new messages can sprout up from it. Now, immediately, you know, we have the word the devil. And again, because I was raised in a Christian home, that can spike up a few things in me. What I found with this card as I engage with its energy is that the devil card reminds us that life being alive, and I don't necessarily mean, you know, in here in the physical world, but definitely in the, in the psyche, in the mental realm, there are a lot of traps. <laughs> there are things that try to lure us down certain paths. And that's, you know, neither good nor bad. But what I found with the devil is that it's like we get invited into into insecurities. And when we are experiencing devil energy, it's as if our insecurities are, are inflamed, our doubts are questioning. And it's really easy as most traditional tarot decks depict the devil card to get tangled and kind of chained up in these doubts and insecurities to get lured off your path. But I kind of want to speak to the journey of that because I don't want to make it sound like, oh, you know, the devil lures us off our path to devour us. I actually feel a sense of when we can recognize where we get pulled off our path, there's a lot of potential for growth there. When we bring awareness to anything, we develop a certain, I don't necessarily want to use the word power or control over it, but we are able to kind of detach ourselves from it just enough to observe what's happening with a more objective lens. And I feel like the devil really provides us that. I feel excited to see the devil card here because yeah, the devil, I mean, even as a an archetype is cunning, right? They use trickery and traps and lures to take you off the path that you're on. But these characters are very important in any fairy tale you need to kind of be taken off your path for a moment to experience something that will light something in you. I want to say almost your own inner devil. <laughs> and I'm speaking here almost, I feel, I feel amazed at what I'm saying because it sounds maybe controversial, but to ignite your own inner cunning. And, you know, the only way to out-trick a trickster is to trick them. You know, as opposed to getting caught in someone else's trap, 
becoming wise to the traps that we often get caught in. And in this way, we maybe can approach the trap without getting caught in it, so to speak, as in we can see the things that trap us and learn something from that, learn something about our character, our history, our upbringing, where we come from. And then, as I said, we become wise to it. We are no longer that afraid of it. It's interesting because I recently had an opportunity come into my life that was exciting. This is just about two days ago. And after the excitement, I found that panic started to come in. And yesterday, fear popped up. And it's interesting because I have this weird reaction sometimes to expansion. Sometimes when I have a moment in my life where I'm expanding, I get triggered and my fear gets triggered and I get afraid. I start becoming like a little kid again and fearing the devil and demons. I know this sounds really funny, but it's where my brain can really lure me in. It clicked with me yesterday. I said, wait a second, because I almost got pulled right into it to the point that I was like a little kid afraid of the devil. Again, I was raised in a very Christian home, so. <laughs> and I realized, wait a second, what's happening here is fear. I'm afraid. And I become aware enough of the cycle to realize, oh, I'm expanding. Fear is coming in. Okay. And suddenly... It was like a learning moment. I no longer had to consider what my fear was bringing forward as true. Like, oh, the devil's really around the corner. It was, oh, I am expanding. And part of me is afraid of the forbidden fruit. That is the word that came to me. Forbidden fruit. Here I am expanding. And part of me is afraid to eat of that apple to allow myself that thing which I have felt has been forbidden to me somewhere in my own psyche. So the devil coming up for us is a very powerful, very powerful card. And the devil's card 15. So if you're someone that's into numerology, we have the one, right, which is the magician. We have the five, which is the hierophant. And then together we have the six which is the lovers. So there is something here about magic and who to go to for trusted information and creation and one's relationship to oneself. There's so much happening in here in this devil card. It's an interesting energy to be in. I think that sometimes we can pull this card and feel afraid. Just like the death card or the tower card, we can pull cards that have a sense of eeriness to them. But I really invite you to kind of, mm, to laugh at where you get caught up, where you get tripped up. And I don't know, It's that to me is very, very powerful. <laughs> so we're starting with the devil card and I'm laughing because I love it. <laughs> I feel... There's so much to learn from that trickster character that the, the devil is so known for. <clears throat> so our second card is a part of us that maybe we've been ignoring recently, kind of pushing to the wayside, maybe pretending it's not there or trying to hide it <laughs> that would like to come forward and speak to us. Wow. 
We have the Knight of Pentacles. There's an image of a knight with their shield. And they are on a horse and it's actually a unicorn now that I look at it. And they're kind of resting, it looks like, just taking a moment beside this big tree trunk. And the unicorn is sniffing and eating, partaking of this wild strawberry. And it's huge. It's, it's a huge strawberry. Beautiful image. Okay. So with the knights, I know that a lot of us are... We are on a journey, right? With the devil, we are in the forest. And with this night, we are still in a forest. We have trees We have trees in this image as well. And I think that sometimes when we're on our journeys, there is this panic that gets triggered. And we think we need to go faster and, you know, be doing more or be doing something else. And... We are very eager for whatever reason to move forward more quickly. And I want to say that one of the reasons is because of fear. We're afraid of slowing down. And this is what the Knight of Pentacles speaks to. It is the slowest knight of the tarot. And I don't mean that they're not doing anything. They're lazy bums. As in they take their time and they are actually so in tune with the forest. It's like they're excellent trackers, let's say. They are aware of which way the leaves are blowing in the wind. They are aware of how much sound they're making. They are a part of the ecosystem. They are part of this forest life. And they are absorbing the medicine of the forest. And that's kind of what I was saying with the devil card. When we can become aware so that we are we are experiencing learning moments the knight of pentacles savers out of wisdom not out of fear actually and if there is fear they are also able to kind of mm, investigate that feeling as i said i had an exciting opportunity come up for me this week and panic came up almost half an hour afterwards just felt this urgency of like, if I don't move fast towards this and take it by its horns, I'm going to lose it. And of course, there's something to learn there for myself. But I recognize, actually, I, I want to savor this. I want to go slowly. With the knights, there really is a wisdom. They're still learning, but they've also, they know they're a rank above the page. So they've developed a sense of strength, character, and you know, intuition, insight, wisdom, their senses are alive. That's what I really get with the Knight of Pentacles. Their senses are alive. Yes, they're still on the journey. Yes, they know they still have, you know, many miles ahead of them. But they are taking the time that is necessary. And this doesn't mean that the Knight of Pentacles can't move faster when they need to. But that's really their medicine is that they, they move at the pace that is appropriate. And they are very in touch with their bodies, in touch with the earth, in touch with cycles, you know. So if they sense perhaps, you know, that it's going to rain, they prepare for that. Maybe they stop moving forward. Maybe they set up the camp earlier. Kind of just moving at the pace of nature, of life, not trying to move against it or work against it. Moving with the pace that things are going at and 
this is really hard to do, especially in the society that we're raised in, which is like, go, 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 go. And I, I really feel the anxiety of our collective. I really do. Anxiety happens, at least for me, in the chest and it's constrictive and it's tight. And the Knight of Pentacles asks us to move that chest breathing down into the belly, down into the feet and feel our feet on the ground. And I do really believe as, you know, a witch that the earth gives us messages and that if we were to meditate and put our feet on soil and ask for direction and guidance, we would get it from the earth itself. Now, some people might think that's crazy, but that's how I walk my path (laughs) is intuitively and embodied. You know, that's what I really love about the Knight of Pentacles. They're embodied. And that's a really hard thing to do. It's not an easy task to be embodied. I know I've talked about it before, but it is a sweet medicine if we can find space to to do that. Oh, all right. That's beautiful. I'm so, I love this deck so much. (laughs) The images are beautiful. They're all in black and white. So, what is our medicine what is our next step this is the card we are pulling wow okay so we have the emperor it is so interesting to me because i really feel like the devil is an earth card it's ruled by capricorn Knight of Pentacles is an earth card and the Emperor is a fire card and the image it almost looks like we're looking up at the night sky and we're seeing these constellations in the sky. You know what I love about this deck is that I can put the pictures together like a story and I really get the sense that as the Knight of Pentacles we are also looking up to the stars for our our guidance through this journey. Mm, it's interesting to think that perhaps there are times in the forest where we can't look up and see the sky and we don't really know maybe what is what is going on in the stars until we get to an, a more open clearing where we can look up. But I really get a sense of looking up to the stars and seeing what's going on astrologically and the the weather forecast astrologically yeah paying attention to the archetypes in our life that's really what astrology and the tarot highlight so beautifully are the archetypes that live among us and are weaved within the fabric of our existence so as we look at our medicine card the next step we have the emperor And I think there's something here about this journey being, mm, I want to say, attached to our sense of power. This journey is bringing that to the forefront, our sense of authority. As we move through the forest, as we are on this journey, where perhaps there are many a trap, (laughs) 
many a spirit that wants to lure you off, we will be tested and we we will be asked to step into our own sense of truth, into our own sense of authority about who we are, what we are worthy of, how much space we are allowed to take up. As I mentioned earlier, I myself noticed a fear of taking of the forbidden fruit. And there is something in that that speaks to allowing someone else to make the rules for you, allowing someone else to tell you how far you can go, how much space you can take up. I actually pulled the Emperor for a significant reading for myself this week, and it really came up as I was feeling restless and boxed in. And the Emperor being the four, right, we have the image of a square, four walls. How much space are we taking up? And as the Knight of Pentacles seeks to, think about your body. Does your body feel like it's taking up enough space? Does it need to move? Even as I'm speaking, I'm like, oh my goodness. I need to do some flow exercises because I think that's why my shoulders and back have been so tense. They just need to like be moved around. Feeling into our body and seeing where can we be taking up a little bit more space? Where have we been limiting ourselves? Who we are, what we're available for, what we can do, how much we know, where have we been diminishing our perception of ourselves? And that's what we're going to be hmm, challenged with as we move through this forest. We are in the thick of it, right? Because we are reaching card 15, right? The devil. We are being asked to hold as our lantern, as our light in this forest, this flaming torch, our ground. Our, our knowing, our sense of authority, our sense of governing in our internal world, first and foremost, where are you being limited in your own life? Where are you limiting yourself? Hmm. Yeah. Well, as I said, there's a story here. We have entered the forest we have entered a season of our life where perhaps things are not so clear. Perhaps things are a bit more shadowy, mysterious. Perhaps there's a bit more fear, right? We're in the forest. And if we are not regular tra travelers through the forest, we have not come to know its, its ways, its magic it can be a little bit intimidating. And that's why I'm so glad we have the Knight of Pentacles here that says, I know this forest. I know it. I've been through forests. Even if it's a forest you've never been through before, you know how to connect with the earth. You know how to connect with where you are and listen. It's a practice. And so it doesn't matter where you are now, you can practice the tools that have worked for you before. As we move through this forest, we are developing a stronger sense of who we are, what we are here to do, and how we are here to lead. Where are we being asked to take the lead in our life, to become a leader for our collective? 
And maybe you don't think of yourself as a leader. Maybe you think of yourself as more as of a supporting role. But we all have paths to lead. You know, and that's why I like actually, actually the beginning that I said the devil lures us off of our paths. Sometimes we need to be lured off the path. And, you know, I, I, I know this quote, my sister always tells me, and I'm not sure how it goes, but it goes something like, if you can see the next step in front of you, it's not your path. So we are actually being called to create new paths. And in that, when we become wise, we can actually share that wisdom with others because we've been down the path before. We've been off the path before. So there's something really powerful here. And, and don't be afraid of the archetype of the devil. There is so much to learn from being, quote unquote, led astray and learning from it, learning from it and, and almost partaking as a gift from the devil again i'm using here imaginal language archetypal language that trickery that's an important tool being able to hmm, become wise to what makes you stumble <laughs> okay all right wow we're going to look to mother moon now to give us a message about all of this Wow, I feel this. We have the disseminating moon. Take time to breathe out. And as I read that, I feel it speaks to breathing out anxiety, urgency, panic, anything in your nervous system that's gotten triggered. I know sometimes as spiritual people, we can, you know, I'll speak for myself, get really up in my head. But there is so much magic and spirituality to be experienced in the body. And there's so much that only the body can shift. And the breath is the most powerful tool, as I've said in the past. It's, it's probably the tool that I use the most because our body is this amazing just kind of like the forest ecosystem and when we breathe right I'm sure many of you know we are um, I can't remember if it's the parasympathetic nervous system but when we do deep breathing we actually calm our bodies down naturally I'm sure many of you know that and I think we take that medicine very lightly because it sounds too easy but it's it's the most powerful one we have in our toolkit, our breath. So yeah, take time to breathe out. When you feel yourself getting really stressed, feeling really anxious, feeling like if I don't do something now, I'm going to lose I'm going to lose it. It's going to leave. I'm I'm gonna miss the opportunity or what have you. Breathe. Breathe. Check in. Is that even true? I think a lot of the time anxiety, it, as I said it, with earlier, I use that word, it can inflame insecurities. As I say the word insecurity, insecurity is just where things don't feel so secure. And that comes up a lot when we are in places that are unknown, 
right? And the breath brings us back into our body. And if we can know our body, if we can know our body, how our body reacts to certain things, that is powerful. Because then we know how to tend to ourselves in power and authority. We know all, like I said the other day, oh, this is an expansion moment. I remember now what happens to me when I'm having major expansion moments. I start to get afraid that I'm going to be visited by demons in the night. (laughs) I know that sounds, it sounds how it sounds, you know, but that's how my psyche works. That's how, that's kind of like this trap that was set up for me in a way as a kid where it was like, okay, you can only go so far. You know, it's like how parents will use stories like, don't stay out after dark or Laverna, the great witch, will come and suck your brains out, you know? <laughs> like We set up these fear points so that we don't pass the boundary. And I recognize that my fear that comes up sometimes when these big expansions is like a fear point that was set up for me. And I can actually become wise to it, aware of it, and be like, huh, actually, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And I'm okay. And I'm just afraid of taking of the forbidden fruit. I'm afraid of going past where I said I was allowed to go past. And I'm actually stepping into my authority and saying, I am allowed. I'm allowed. That's pretty fucking powerful. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say, I guess. (laughs) The last card we're pulling out is from our archetypes deck. Been talking a lot about archetypes, so it feels appropriate. What would it say? Oh my god, you're going to lose it. <laughs> we pulled the comic, and to me, the devil and the comic and the trickster they all kind of weave really beautifully in with each other. How can we find when fear comes up? And I don't mean this in every situation. You'll know when it's appropriate to laugh. Oh, but yesterday when I realized, oh my goodness, I'm being pulled into this old idea, like this story. I'm seeing it happen. Like I, I, I managed to find that distance from it where I could see it was happening and to kind of laugh and be like, oh my God, that's happening again. Part of me is so freaked out that it's pulling up this story and not that I'm laughing at this part of me that is afraid, but more I can laugh at the story and say, oh, that's honey, that's not going to happen. Don't worry. It's like if your little kid came up to you and was like, oh, I'm scared. The worms are going to come out of the of the garden and eat my toes. And, <laughs> you know, recognizing that sometimes some of our fears are kind of silly. And I, again, I'm not trying to make anyone feel like their fears are silly because some fears are very very scary. They are. But being able to recognize when our fears are kind of more silly and and we can recognize that, yes, oh, wow, some fear is coming up. Oh, okay. Wait a second. I've outgrown that, actually. I've outgrown that. I don't need to take that with me anymore. I can become wise to that. And I feel like the devil, in some ways, It's like on our journey, they're this character that kind of pulls us off. And at one point, 
it's almost as if they bow to us and they say, well done, you have learned. You have learned your lesson here and you don't need to get trapped in this anymore. Well done. You have outsmarted me. And I really feel like we're being asked to embrace our inner comic, our inner trickster, however, you know, that resonates with you, however that shows up for you. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited to laugh. (laughs) I'm excited. You know, laughter is great medicine. It is. And I am so thankful for the moments in my life where I can laugh at something that like when it happened wasn't funny. You know, (laughs) you know, those stories that we have in life where it's like, I remember one time I was out walking in the snow and it was really icy and I kept on almost slipping and it was getting really frustrating because I would almost slip and it would like, like trigger my, my, my anxiety. And then finally I got so frustrated that I actually did slip. And looking back, I'm like, it's a very comical scene. Like if you are watching that in a movie, it would be funny, but you know, it's like, why is it funny when people fall? You know, looking and obviously when they don't hurt themselves, but being able to look back at things and see the comedy in them and allowing comedy to kind of heal. You know, I think sometimes we can take things really, really seriously and and everything has to be this big cry fest. Listen, I'm speaking to myself here, but I think it's really important to also take that dose of laughter and just let yourself laugh at things that once scares you or things that once held you back and be like, wow, I've really outgrown that. Wow, this is that's like a really fun message this week. I'm so happy for us. I'm going to do a little bit of a meditation for us. There's a lot of excitement as I look at this comic card. There's a lot of depth as I look at, you know, the emperor and the devil card. I feel invited to tap into the knight of pentacles and the message of mother moon which says to breathe out so i invite you to close your eyes i invite you to close your eyes get comfortable take a few deep belly breaths and don't be surprised I'm going to start drumming for us a little bit and take us on a little bit of a journey you're standing in the dark of night entering the forest Smell the leaves of fall as the wind catches their scent and lifts it up to your nose. Hear the rustling of the wind through the leaves. Notice how the leaves speak to us and the leaves tell us of the season and the leaves tell us of the time and the trees whisper wisdom 
to one another. Place your hand upon a tree. Any tree that calls to you in this forest. Perhaps an elm or an oak or a pine. Any tree that says yes, come forward. Place your hand on the tree and bow to its wisdom. Become one. Imagine roots sprouting from your feet into the earth. And now you are a part of this collective of trees. The wisdom of the trees passing through you. What are they saying? Listen. As we hear the words of the tree, whether silent or spoken, whether through the sound of an owl or through the crunch of the leaves beneath our feet, whether through the cold breeze upon our cheek, however the trees have spoken, bow, thank them for their wisdom thank them for their healing and continue on the path with the light they have given you. And as I drum us out back here into our room, feel where your breath is, feel where your feet are, come back to the room. Ready, open your eyes, and may the spirit of the wind be with you. my loves thank you so much for listening to divine love if you enjoy the podcast please remember to subscribe and if you like what you hear feel free to leave a review on apple podcasts thank you in advance Mwah.